fellow people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners, welcome to this week's Midday Movie Madness Weekly Weekend Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Movie Guru. In addition to today being National Popcorn Day and National Tin Can Day, it's also the 77th birthday of iconic country singer Dolly Parton. Can y'all believe it? She shares her birthday with gymnast Sean Johnson, actor Logan Learman, Babylon director Jamin Giselle, actress Joey Sweden, the late rapper Mac Miller, poet Edgar Allan Poe, and the late rock singer Janis Joplin. 1990s Tremors, 1996's From Dust Till Dawn, and the 2018 films Forever My Girl and Den of Thieves made their theatrical debuts on this day. Happy belated birthday to my cousin Katie Daphner's son, Walter Daphner, of Green Bay, Wisconsin who turned 12 years old yesterday. You're growing up so fast. I can't believe you're gonna be 13 next year. His birthday pals include author A.A. Milne, Niels Montan, movie actor Kevin Costner, the late great actors Danny Kaye and Cary Grant, wrestler Dave Bautista, and TV actor Jason Segal. I have two confessions to make. I totally forgot to mention last week that Carol Keefe had her birthday Sunday, January 15th. I also totally flubbed up Todd McCabin's birthday not once, but twice last week. First, I incorrectly stated that it was January 16th, and then stated it as January 17th. His birthday was um, actually January 15th. Oops. Tomorrow, January 20th, marks 17 years since Zach Efron, Vanessa Hutchins, and Ashley Tisdale had the start of something new when 2006's High School Musical premiered. I recently talked about the film for a flashback fun as requested by my cousin Elise O'Brien for her daughter Jane O'Brien's birthday. My cousins Alex Leder and Eva Spohn have birthdays January 21st. They share their birthdays with late fashion designer Christian Dior, Emma Bunton, Gina Davis, and Billy Ocean. 2004's The Phantom of the Opera, of which I will be talking about next week, as requested for two different reasons, and saved. 2016's Dirty Grandpa and the Boy, and 2011's No Strings Attached, all debuted. I would like to wish the Mid-Cave Sports Special Olympics basketball teams, The Flash, The Hoopsters, and my own team, The Raiders, the very best of luck at the first community games on Saturday. Alas, January 22nd marks 15 years since the unexpected death of rising actor Heath Ledger, who was my very first celebrity death I did on the show. So sad. January 24th happens to be Oscar nomination morning. Yay! As well as the birthdays for Bridgerton season one breakouts are Reggie John Page, who will be in March 31st, Dungeon and Dragon, Honor Among Thieves, singer Neil Diamond, actor Matthew Lillard, and stage actor David Diggs birthdays. It also happens to be the 20th anniversary of the Oscar-winning Chicago musical movie. Joan Burlington Yanks and Margaret Muller have birthdays next Wednesday, January 25th. Margaret, your gift will be a little bit on the late side. Their birthday pals include the late blues singer Etta James, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, and R&B singer Alicia Keys. 
I would like to take a few moments to remember a country singer whose tragic passing stunned the entire world about a week ago. Smoky voice country singer Lisa Marie Presley, Elvis's only child, was reunited with her father, whom she last saw as a young child, and her son Benjamin, who committed suicide in 2020 in the heavens above. The cause of death was cardiac arrest. After her mother Priscilla broke the heart-wrenching news of the 54-year-old's passing, tributes from everywhere from Baz Luhrmann to Pink to Bette Miller to Carrie Ellis to John Travolta flooded social media. Prayers go out to her loved ones and family, which include her daughters, model actress Riley Keough, and twin daughters Finley and Harper. She will be laid to rest next to her father's Graceland Estate. She will be laid to rest at her father's Graceland Estate, which is where her father and son reside. The Graceland Estate will be divided between her three daughters. Victory is mine, or technically the Navi. Over the weekend, the reigning box office king James Cameron's mammoth blockbuster sequel, Avatar The Way of Water, took in $33 million here in the States. Just here in the States, it's made $574 million in less than six weeks. It stands as the 13th highest grossing domestic movie, passing by The Lion King, 543.6 million bucks, The Dark Knight, $535 million, and Rogue One A Star Wars Story, $533.5 million stolen desktop plans. Worldwide, it's earned $1.928 billion, finally overtaking Spider-Man No Way's Home's $1.91 billion haul as the sixth highest grossing release ever, a threat it had been really working toward to. It, the Sapphire Temple's next major obstacle is the elusive $2 billion milestone club, a feat achieved by only five films in history. The original Avatar, $2.9 billion, Avengers Endgame, $279 billion Infinity Stones, Titanic, $2.2 billion, Star Wars The Force Awakens, $2.09 billion, and Avengers Infinity War, $2.04 billion finger snaps. If the way the water manages to hit the $2 billion club mark, and it's looking pretty likely, it'll be the first pandemic era movie as well as Cameron's third film to join the coveted club. Its overseas tally is pretty impressive because its its overseas tallies of $1.35 billion after less than six weeks is pretty impressive because it's not playing in Russia where the original film grossed over $100 million, although it is falling short of expectations in Japan where the original made one point, I mean, set $176 million. But for Disney, who owns the right to Avatar, it's outperforming its expectations in China, $217 million, Korea, $93.6 million, France, $123 million, and Germany, $108 million. Overseas, it ranks as the fifth highest grossing release ever, behind the original Avatar, Avengers Endgames, Titanic, and Avengers Infinity War. It's super close to dethroning Avengers Infinity War. 
which is in fourth place with $1.37 billion. In second place was the horror film Megan with 18 million jump scares, which has made $91 million so far. And Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, remains in third place behind Megan with, with $14 million. Guess what, horror fans? Megan is getting a sequel. Variety.com announced yesterday the Internet's favorite mnemonic dancing doll is returning to theaters in 2025. Megan 2.0, a sequel to Atomic Monster and Blumhouse's campy thriller, is officially in the works. Universal has scheduled the movie to debut in theaters on Jan 17, 2025. Screenwriter Akila Cooper is returning to pen the sequel. Plot details haven't been revealed, though Allison William, who character helped bring to life the chaotic AI-like doll, will be back for 2.0, as will Megan's pin-sized bestie, played by Violet McGraw. Gerald Johnstone directed the first film, but a director has not been announced for the sequel. Speaking of horror sequels, the first official trailer for Scream 6 dropped earlier today. The sequel to last year's Scream soft reboot, which will see the surviving Ghostface killers going out of Woodsboro and going to New York City with Ghostface following them, slashes its way to theaters March 10th. IGN.com revealed new details about Avatar 3 yesterday stating Cameron himself has said that protagonist Jake Sully's time as the narrator is done. In the next sequel due December 2024, the main perspective and narrator will be his son, Loak. The first trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3 dropped earlier this week. The series will return to the Disney Plus viewing galaxy March 1st. Speaking of returning series, Sci-Fi Channel has renewed the Chucky TV series and its newest horror comedy series, Reginald the Vampire. Big news only murders in the building, fans. People.com declared January 17th, there's only legends walking around this building. On Wednesday, Steve Martin revealed that Oscar winner Meryl Streep, 73, has joined the cast of the hit Hulu series, Only Murders in the Building, as filming for season three has officially begun. The filming of season three of Only Murders in the Building has begun, a cast you dream of. Martin77 wrote on Twitter, besides a black and white photo of Streep and Martin smiling alongside Martin Short, Selena Gomez, and new co-star Paul Rudd. The show's Twitter account commented on Martin's tweet, writing, it is an honor to have Meryl in our building. Streep is the latest addition to join the cast for season three of OMTV. In the season two finale of the show, it was revealed that Short's character, Oliver, got to helm a Broadway production starring big-time actor Ben Lenroy, played by Rudd, people's former sexiest man alive. That was until Ben abruptly collapsed in front of the packed audiences on opening night. The first two seasons of Only Murders in the Building are now streaming on Hulu. The website reported some very shocking news Tuesday. Will Channing Tatum's doom be stepping into Patrick Swayze's shoes? The actor, 42, told Vanity Fair in an interview for the magazine's February 2023 cover story that his production company, Free Association, has the rights to Ghost. The 1990 fantasy romance film starring Swayze, 
Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg, and Tony Goldwyn. But we're going to do something different, said the Magic Mike's last dance star of his company's planned remake. No word on what that something different will be or if how people are reacting to the news. Big news for Michael Jackson fans. Variety.com reported yesterday, director Antoine Fuqua will helm the upcoming biopic, Michael. Based on the life of Michael Jackson from Lionsgate, which will distribute the film worldwide. Set to begin principal photography in 2023, the movie will be helmed by Graham King, Oscar winner for The Departed 2006 and three-time nominee for The Aviator 2004, Hugo 2011, and Bohemian Rhapsody 2018, which won four Oscars, including Best Actor for Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury. Written by Skyfall scribe John Logan, Michael is said to give audiences the never-before-told and in-depth portrayal of the Grammy-winning singer who become king of pop. The film will all explore all aspects of Michael's life, including his most iconic performances that led him to becoming the greatest singer of all time. If you never got around to seeing last night, December's gory action thriller, Violet Nights, you're in luck. The film comes to the Peacock streaming app exclusively January 20th and comes to DVD next Tuesday. Starring David Harbour and John Leguizamo, it centers on Harbour's disillusioned Santa having to rescue a rich family that's been taken hostage by terrorists on Christmas Eve. Arriving in nationwide theatrical release tomorrow is Mary and I's directorial debut, the psychological thriller Alice Darling, with Anna Kendrick, Charlie Carrick, and Wunmi Mosaku. Alice is a, has a psychologically abusive boyfriend, Simon, and after she has a break with her friends, she reassesses her relationship and tries to break free. Can she do it? Also opening up in wide release January 20th is Sarah Polly's drama, Women Talking. The film starring Rooney Mara, Frances McDormand, Ben Wishaw, Jesse Buckley, and Claire Forloy is actually based on a true story in which a woman from an isolated religious colony struggled to reconnect with their faith after a series of assaults from the men in their community finds their faith shaken. Coming to theaters January 20th is the computer screen mystery drama Missing, starring Storm Reed, Nia Long, Ken Leung, Amy Landstecker, and Joaquin De La Media. This thrilling mystery will make you wonder just how well you know those closest to you. When her mother vanishes on vacation in Colombia with her new boyfriend, June's desperate search for answers is hindered by international red tape. Stuck thousands of miles away in Los Angeles, she creatively uses all the latest technology she can to try to find her mother. But as she digs deeper, her digital sleuthing gets a lot more questions than answers. In fact, when she unravels secrets about her mom, she discovers she never really knew her at all. Now, I apologize for my Scottish accent for the next bit. I have some breaking news for you, Alanda fans. EW.com declared this morning, Stars is ready to sing us the song of a last that is gone for good. The network announced on Thursday they've, that they've renewed the historical drama 
Island of Eighth and Final Season, much like Game of Thrones, another prestige drama adapted from a beloved long-running series of books, Alana will end its run on television before the final novel is released. Author Diana Galibon has said that the series will, come, will end with her tenth book, which she is currently writing. Stars isn't getting out of the Outlander business entirely, however. They've officially gleaned the prequel series Blood of My Blood, which will focus on the epic love story between Jamie Fraser's parents, Ellen McKenzie and Brian Fraser. But fans don't have to cry over this more permanent Outlander for quite some time. There's still plenty of time to come. There's still plenty to come, including season seven, which will premiere this summer and be a super-sized 16 episodes after the reduced date entries of season six. And another HBO Max ha- show has been canned. The HollywoodReporter.com announced this morning, Gossip Girl has been silenced on HBO Max. The Warner's Discovery on platform has canceled its Gossip Girl revival after two seasons. The Hollywood Reporter has learned. The news comes the same day that the penultimate episode of season two was released. The now series finale, titled I Am Gossip, will debut June 26. As sources say, the second season was designed with some finality. So here's the goss. It is with the heaviest of hearts that I have to announce Gossip Girl will not be continuing on HBO Max. Showrunner Josh Sassburn said in a statement to THR, which he also posted on social media, the EPs and I will be forever will forever be grateful to the network and studio for their faith and support, the writers for their devious brains and dexterous talent, the superstar cast for being the greatest of collaborators and friends, and the crew for their hard work and dedication and love for the project. This was honestly the greatest set I've ever worked on, top to bottom. We are currently looking for another home, but in this climate, that might prove an uphill battle. And if so, if this is the end, at least we went on on the highest of highs. Thank you all for watching, and I hope you'll tune into the finale next Thursday to see how it all comes together. XOXO. In lots better news, Netflix revealed a first look at its up-and-coming 2023 movie slate yesterday. Here are some of those titles on date. You People arrives January 27th, and the rom-com Your Place or Mine arrives February 10th. Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston return for another murder with March 31st, Murder Mystery 2. The movie... The movie continuation to Idris Elba's much-loved Luther TV show, Luther, the Fallen Son, comes March 10th. Jennifer Lopez's action thriller, The Mother, arrives May 12th, while the Millie Bobby Brown-led damsel debuts October 13th. Chris Hemsworth's Extraction 2 explodes onto the Netflix screen June 16th, and Gal Gadot's Heart of Stone comes August 11th. Zack Snyder's two-film Rebel Moon movie starring Sophia Botella, Anthony Hopkins, Ed Skirin, Jenna Malone, Charlie Hunnam, Carrie Elwes, and Anthony Hopkins comes December 22nd. Deadline.com announced yesterday anticipated features to come from Netflix in 2023 that have not yet been dated include Bradley Cooper's Leonard Bernstein pick Maestro, Wes Anderson's currently untitled adaptation of 
Roald Dahl stories, including The Wonderful World of Henry Sugar, the swimming drama Naiad, making marking the narrative feature debut of the Oscar-winning documentarians Elizabeth Chai, Fossa Hallery, and Jimmy Chin, the long-awaited Chicken Run sequel Dawn of the Nugget, and Jonas Quaron's Chupa, among others. It's nearly reunion morphing, I mean morphing reunion time, Power Rangers fans. Sorry, couldn't resist using the Morbius Morbin joke. Screen Rant revealed on Tuesday, Netflix has released a trailer for the upcoming Power Rangers reunion special, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always 30th Anniversary Special. The upcoming special will be a scripted event celebrating the enduring legacy of the first installment of the now iconic Power Rangers franchise. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was a television show that premiered on Fox Kids and was adapted from the Japanese series Kyorayu Sentai Zoo Ranger. That seri- the series chronicled the adventures of the six Power Rangers and quickly became one of the most far-reaching pop culture sensations in the 1990s. Now Netflix's new trailer for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always 30th Anniversary Special shows the return of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The trailer teases even more adventures from the original 1993 cast and guest actors as they suit up in Angel Grove for the first time in 30 years. The 30th anniversary special of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers will be released exclusively on Netflix. The streaming service is also the sole U.S. home of all three seasons of the original series. The cast of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always 30th anniversary special will include the original Blue Ranger, David Yost, who left the series in 1996 after filming over 200 episodes, Walter Emanuel Jones, the original Black Ranger, Jones Yost, Catherine Sutherland, the second Pink Ranger, Karen Ashley, the second Yellow Ranger, Johnny Youngbosch, the second Black Ranger, and Steve Cardenas, the second Red Ranger, will all be featured in the anniversary special. There will also be a new addition to the core group of characters, with Charlie Cash playing Mip, the daughter of the original Yellow Ranger, Trini, originally played by the late Thuy Trang. Sadly, Trang isn't the only original Ranger not to be in there. That would be Jason David Frank, who played Tommy Oliver, a.k.a. the Green Ranger slash White Ranger, who sadly committed suicide late last year. The official plot of the special, as stated by Netflix.com yesterday, is as follows. In Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, once and always, 30 years after the wise and powerful Zordon formed the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the team comes face to face with a familiar threat from the past. In the midst of a global crisis, they are called on once again to be the heroes the world needs. Inspired by the legendary mantra from the franchise, once a ranger, always a ranger. Once and always reminds everyone, when you become a ranger, you're always a part of the ranger family and always welcome. The special comes exclusively to Netflix April 16th. Speaking of Netflix, it's been 17 years since the, that 70 show ended. Now the cast is back for a sequel revival series that proves while time changed, teenagers don't. That 90 shows, which is streaming today, brings Netflix viewers back to the basement. The teen comedy sitcom 
It stars the talents of Deborah Jo Rupp, Kurtwood Smith, Mila Kunis, Astrid Kutcher, Callie Halverda, Ashley Alferda Hyde, Mace Cornell, Coronel, Telfer Grace, Maxie A.C. Donovan, Rain Doy, Sam Morales, Brian Austin Green, Tommy Chong, Wilder Vanarama. Hello, Point Place, Wisconsin. Set in summer 1995, Leia Foreman, Eric and Donna's daughter, is visiting her grandparents, Kitty and Red, where she bonds with a new generation of Point Place kids. The friends, the children of Eric and Donna's friends. They'll have tons of fun, cause much mischief, and a lot more under Kitty's watchful eye and red stern glare. In one of her last interviews, Tanya Roberts, who played Donna's mother in the original series, stated she'd be willing to make an appearance if the series ever got revived, and she was asked. Sadly, she passed away in January 2021, eight months before the revival was announced. And due to him being accused of sexual assault, Danny Masterson will not show up on the series. So he's the only living cast member of the regular original series not to come back for his role in this revival. Now serving up a, a DVD release is the black horror comedy, The Menu. This April, November 18th release, which came which made $37.7 million entrees, stars the talents of Nicholas Holt, Ralph Fiennes, John Leguizamo, Will Tracy, Judith Light, Anna Taylor-Joy, and Janet McTeer. Couple Tyler and Margo travel to an isolated island to eat at Hawthorne, an exclusive island resort run by head celebrity chef Julian Slowick. Slowick has prepared an extravagant, lavish menu for the couples and the other patrons invited to don there. But it turns out that Slowick has some plans for his patrons and definite shocking surprises for the wealthy guest. According to IMDb.com, Chef Slowick calls Richard a donkey at one point. This is an obvious nod to the notoriously abusive real-life chef Gordon Ramsay. And just like the apostles in The Last Supper, there are 12 dining guests. And finally, also out on DVD this week is the biographical drama, Till. This October 14th release, which made $8.5 million, stars the talents of Frankie Faison, Danielle Delweiler, Jaden Hall, and Whoopi Goldberg. It recalls the true story of American activist Mammy Till Mobley and her relentless chase of justice after 14-year-old son Emmett was lynched to death in Mississippi in 1955 while visiting his cousins. That's all for this week, folks. So until we meet again, as always, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye now.